0: This is a Radio One 91 FM podcast.
1: Kotorokoto Katoa, my name is Seb, and uh, you are listening to Radio One. Uh, the time is thirteen minutes to six. And that song you just heard then was by a um, dude named Miles Calder, and it was called Bad For Me. Uh, it was a song off Miles' uh, latest album, which as of today, Friday the 5th of March, you can find his new album, Autopilot Life, streaming everywhere good songs are streamed. Let me just uh, put Miles on the line. Hello, bro. Can you hear me?
0: Hello. I can
1: success great success i'm sorry for hanging up on you before man i'm <laughs> I, f- I feel like the i feel like the inverse of what old people feel like with technology right and i'm too young
0: <laughs> yeah or you're just getting oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah you know
1: yeah, T- why aren't we zooming why aren't we zooming yeah, well, this is antiquated it is it is it feels we we should be on this anyway happy release day mate how are you feeling
0: thanks a lot i'm feeling great i just uh,
1: cracked a beer and nice well-deserved beer yeah have um, have you just come from uh, a live to air on BFM? Am I right in saying that?
0: Yeah, that is right. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was fun. It was sort of did it from my house, from my living room.
1: Oh, you but, weren't you weren't at BFM. You were in <laughs> in your home.
0: No, yeah, they were. Um, I think, um, yeah, Johnny and Big Hungry. That they, they are like not even in the same place. The two DJs, so because of their lockdowns, you know. So it oh, kind of right. Makes
1: yeah, the wonders mm-hmm. of technology, huh? Yeah. Yeah, cool, man. So it's been a busy day. I guess everyone wants a piece of you. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess it all, it all kind of like ramps up today, especially.
1: Um, nice, yeah. It's it cool, yeah. Ha- um, so this album seems like um, a bit of a long time coming. Um, have you been sitting on these tunes for quite a while?
0: Yeah, I think it's, it feels like that a bit, but it, it, um, although I, I'm still really enjoying the tunes, which is a good sign. Like yes. It's probably the, the, the oldest songs I probably started writing like four years five years ago or something like that
1: wow um, yeah
0: and then the newer ones um, I don't know a, a few years ago and then we sort of made the album and I've kind of sat on it for like two years uh, um, and it's sort of like it was ready to release just before COVID and then I kind of put it off
1: um, right uh, did a little, you yeah. did you add anything uh, in the kind of time from when you initially wanted to release it until now
0: um, I, th- I think, like, I guess, in that time, we sort of decided um, on track listing a little differently, maybe, right. order of it, and like which there were a couple of songs we had to leave off that we might, um, you know, so it would fit on a vinyl. Because I printing that for the first time, I didn't really think about that. It was slightly too long for a, <laughs> uh, yeah. a twelve-inch. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay, and, and I think we're going to put
1: them out as like bonus tracks. Yeah. Well, that um, that that nicely leads into my next question, man. It's um, quite an all-star cast has been fleshing out this album rollout. It seems um, we've got obviously, as you mentioned, Holiday Records. Are they are they putting it on wax? Yep.
0: That's pressing it, which is, um, that's exciting. Yeah, they're they're really awesome, and it's cool to have I guess local people who you can just like. Pick up the phone and call, and there's a lot of to, you know backwards and forwards with making a record. Yeah, you
1: know, yeah. You're yeah.
0: printing such like big physical things that it's like, you need to actually get all these you know test pressings and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, have have you got a test pressing yet? Have you I listened to
0: the it? I worked first, but the um, test pressing is arriving like any day, and we're going to listen to it. Um, so the yeah, the record will be available in it uh, like a few weeks from now. I think twenty six of March
1: oh awesome man that's yeah. very very exciting um, along with Holiday Records we had uh, doing some research the legendary Dr. Lee Preble from Surgery Studios he's responsible for mixing it
0: yeah we, we actually started the recording with him um, so we uh, recorded the drums and bass or most of the bass uh, in, in sort of a session um, in the studio with Lee and he's, he's awesome at like you know uh, Miking up drums and, and getting great sounds there and then we sort of took that away and recorded a bunch at home um in kind of you know little overdubs like layers and I could kind of uh, I was sort of getting used to piano and electric guitar and so it gave me that, <laughs> that leeway to sort of you know not be in the pressure of a studio oh uh, um,
1: yeah yeah making true all, making all the flubs yeah yeah the um, comfort of your own home then, eh? yeah but
0: then we took it back to Lee in the end and like he mixed it and awesomely um
1: Man, it it sounds so so well Merc so hi-fi, and, and the, as you mentioned, the drums just sound yeah pretty pristine. Um, cool. Uh, along along with Holiday Records and Lee Preble, uh, Lily West from Mermaidens is, is designing t-shirts. Yeah, for you? it's in the works. Um, she's
0: yeah, I haven't actually seen her designs yet, but it's with her. Um, but I love all the merch that she's
1: made. She's amazing, um, so eh? It's, yeah.
0: It's super exciting. Um, yeah, I keep buying the
1: merch she makes. So. Right? Yeah, I I have a I have a huge poster that she did um, for a show that she did down here with Sea Mouse. Um just this, like, amazing aquatic-themed poster that's yeah, just in the nice. middle of my room. It's great. Yeah, she's what? really talented. You seem you, you, seem like a really well-connected dude, having all these people involved in the process <laughs> now. I, I
0: think I've just annoyed everyone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, I yeah. called everyone. <laughs> nice. It's, it's been cool the last, doing? like, year or so, or a couple of years has been, like... I don't know, it's just been really nice to make, um... like, friends with really great people to work with. Um, like, our tour is, um was booked by Banished Music. Nice. Ruben and Gussie, actually, from Mamoom.
1: Gussie, yeah, like, shout out.
0: Yeah, working with them and the label um, as well. So just helped with heaps of stuff. And I don't know, it's just cool to have really good people when you, when you camp, when you're trying to put something out.
1: Hell yeah, man. That's cool. And and in relation to the merch, I, I see that you're also doing a notebook and pencil set? <laughs> That's very yeah. niche, man. I like it.
0: It's slightly niche, eh? It's kind of, um, it's quite on brand for me I I still write in notebooks and kind of enjoy, I I really like pencils. I don't know why (laughs) Um, but yeah it was sort of um, the first single we put out um, take me back to how it was, we put that out last year and I I sort of wanted something to go along with it and I thought you know I've like bought whatever moleskin notebooks you know like nice leathery kind of
1: They're expensive we, uh... We made
0: one that ended up pretty much like that and it's yeah, it's super nice, and it has um, the lyric from "Take Me Back" and it on- printed on the front.
1: Oh, awesome, man! That's so cool. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. I-, I definitely will be copying one of those. I love. I'm also a fan of uh, the classic uh, notebook and pencil style of writing. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: awesome. Yeah. Um, so, "Autopilot Life," which is the name of the album. Um, mm-hmm it it kind of it's a feeling that I think many people experience over the lockdowns of twenty twenty you know not really being all too attentive or in control um of yourself oh, like
0: groundhog day
1: groundhog day yeah, yeah. Did, did and so what I want to know is like did the events of last year kind of play some part in your writing process or even the decision to name the album that
0: um it it to be honest it's just like kind of. uh, like the timing just ended up making it you know work quite well but um all the songs were written before COVID and um yeah it just I I guess it's just it is a bit of a universal thing like I guess without COVID lockdown and stuff like we're all pretty distracted by stuff you know content and we're all on our phones all the time and it's kind of easy to not take stock of you know, where you're at or pay attention. But um so I guess that's kind of a, the feeling on it but but it did kind of work you know all too well last year.
1: Oh man, yeah, last yeah. Year. Yeah, you really um tapped into what I think a lot of a lot of people were feeling, eh?
0: I will say it's, it's uh I've got a bunch of new songs like not recorded yet which are definitely along the same vein of drilling deeper into that. Cool. Um so yeah, I think that and they are obviously driven from all, all, all of what last year was, was like.
1: So so would you say your, your style of writing is quite melancholic? Are you, are you? Do you tend to kind of, um, uh-huh. d- you know, dive into the darker kind of themes of the human condition?
0: I think this album that we just put out is can probably come across like that. Um, I think, well, oh, I remember my dad was like, why don't you write some happy songs? <laughs> I was like, well, I think it's just when you're having, when you're feeling good and you're having a good time, you don't kind of sit at home and pick up a guitar or something.
1: No, yeah, They're you're just too out busy. busy
0: enjoying it with friends. Yeah, yeah. So there's so that, but then also um, this album was like written at another time in my life uh, when I wasn't in as good a space. Uh, so it kind of, I don't know, it's a it's a good um, outlet for that time. Yeah. And I wouldn't say the songs I'm writing at the moment are. All as much like a, like a nick from the drummer in my band described it as a, a sigh. Yeah, has um, like a feel of a bit of yeah. Yeah, one big there sigh. A melancholic sigh to it. Yeah, like, I, I think yeah, can't even it.
1: Um, have you, Have you ever written a happy song to to
0: appease your father? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. if I would agree with it. It was to appease uh, my father, but. Um, yeah, I think I have. I think I have now.
1: Yeah. Awesome.
0: But yeah, even if it takes like a you have to just read into it and you're like, actually this is, this is positive.
1: Yeah, well yeah, a lot of a lot of sad sounding songs can actually have happy lyrics and I guess the inverse is true. Eh?
0: Yeah, there's something Tom Wade said I I always remember which is something like, um heartbreaking things sung in beautiful melody like um you know, upbeat happy happy melodies or and vice versa. Yeah. And I kinda like that, like if you're kind of being negative sing it in the
1: a... <laughs> Oh dude, that's so so Beach Boys, so Brian Wilson. Um he yeah, yeah like pet sounds has some really yeah. <laughs> really dark, yeah. dark lyrics. Perfect, but...
0: yeah, yeah. That's like the perfect side of that. And I have sort of taken that on to try I mean for, you know, in more recent writing to be like, oh, it's a good way to deliver like either <laughs> heart-wrenching blows yeah. and people don't know they're getting receiving them or else, um, you know, to darken up something that's a bit too light.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, so in, in, in doing research for this interview, I had a bit of, lis- uh, a, bit of a listen to your former band, Miles mm. Calder and The Rumours. Yeah. Um, seems you had a bit of a different sound back then, more kind of bluegrass, Americana-y. Um, yeah. Has your music evolved since then, would you say? Or?
0: Oh, I feel like definitely yeah um, I think well for one my writing has changed a bit um, with the songs on this record um, I think the, the, the stuff with the rumours was sort of over the time where I was learning how to write songs and also like other people were helping me make those albums more so um, in a way like uh, I was taking the lead off other people and learning how albums are made right um, more
1: collaborative yeah
0: and I think Uh, with this record my writing feels a lot more like in my own I I guess conversational voice um like it just feels like me talking um when it when lyrics come out and and I think um style wise folk and and country stuff was sort of how I latched into start songwriting Mm. you know I like listening to Dylan and Woody Guthrie and um a bunch of kind of newer Americana acts Mm. Um, but since then, my listening taste of the last like five years or something is pretty heavily, um, I don't know, like kind of early '70s songwriter or like heaps of Beatles. Yeah, yeah. A um, little bit of psychedelia in there, and Pink Floyd, and and as well as kind of more recent guys like, you know, um, Father John Misty. Dude,
1: I was just about to bring up. FJM. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: FJM, um, Morby, you know. Morby, um, yeah. Yeah, there's a few other more niche ones that might
1: not... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, I honestly, when I listened to Autopilot Life, the, the title track of the album, I, I definitely heard some Josh Tillman, some Father John Misty. Um, oh, cool. The lyricism is especially is kind of quite, like, uh, introspective and philosophical, um... Yeah He's one of my All time favourites Man So it's it's Yeah oh, I definitely Heard elements Of him and you And you and him yeah. Kind of thing Yeah oh,
0: awesome Yeah I love um, I just listened to His record Pure Comedy The other day Oh dude I'm in ages Yeah And uh, I love How piano based That is Yeah It, it kind of reminded me That that was probably One of the influences On me Picking up the piano A bit more Cool
1: Yeah no, he on that. he uses the piano beautifully. It's quite Elton. Pure comedy is quite an like an Elton reminiscent of like Elton yeah, a John. Bit of Elton there. Yeah. You don't get
0: annoyed at someone saying that in an interview. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> yes, if for you sure. Chance, don't
1: don't. Say it. Oh man, I hope I get the chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah,
0: I love Elton piano as well. I love his like early '70s stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, so cool, man. Um, I was I was kind of interested. Um. In, in asking you about your experience overseas um, mm. have you is, is Lake Geneva is, is the song Lake Geneva about your time in Switzerland or have you spent time in Geneva
0: yeah 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 so I, I lived overseas for about just over a year yeah. and it was um, which I guess is probably quite cliche for New Zealanders but <laughs> it was um, I just had the chance Uh, to go live in New York for like almost a year and then Switzerland uh, for like three months at the end of it. Cool, yeah. And so I guess it's just tied into these songs because the the very oldest songs on the album, um, which are Take Me Back to How It Was and Lake Geneva, were both, I both started writing those just at the end of that time overseas when I was in in Geneva and kind of just like, I wasn't working because I was only there for three months and I was just sort of like, Wandering around by myself during the day, yeah, kind of in a weird space, yeah. Oh, isn't that I'm not fun? I really wasn't sure what was happening next in my life, yeah, so, um, yeah. and yeah. pretty isolated from anyone who you know, friends and family, anyone
1: back home, yeah, back
0: home. so, um, yeah, that, that kind of I guess drove the writing of those tunes.
1: Um, G- Geneva and, and New York City, I, I've been lucky enough to go to both, and I think there's quite a um a difference between them in terms of cultural excitement. New York, obviously, the city that never sleeps. And Geneva, yeah. I found to be quite a... Uh, um, more quiet, more reserved, slightly yeah, sure. older demographic. Um,
0: they both, like, the most expensive cities in the world. Yeah. Which, which yeah.
1: didn't help. No. No, yeah, as a, as a, as a musician every, every especially. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, they're very different. I had a really... Interesting, exciting time in, in New York. I, I even like busked back uh, on the, on the subways and that sort of thing. Wow, cool um, man! Um, which was really cool. It was like quite a different vibe to busking in New Zealand. It was like a really high standard. Like I felt like the worst, right? Imposter there, and syndrome. There just like amazing jazz musicians and people playing interesting instruments from Africa and stuff yeah, like that. yeah. It was really cool, and you know, um, you could actually make a bunch of money doing a couple of hours if you were okay. Um, and then just going to heaps of gigs and meeting other musicians. Um, yeah, and then yeah, like Geneva was very. I mean, sorry, Geneva, the city was very different. It was like, I guess I wasn't there for long enough to kind of get into like meet many friends, and um, it was just I mean like rich people who didn't want to give any money. to Yeah, books.
1: yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I can I can see that. Um. Oh, that's so cool! You got the opportunity to busk in the subway, man. That's yeah, it's like where a lot of really musicians interesting start. Interesting
0: experience, and it kind of like you work on your chops a bit, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Did you did you do it in in the kind of like on, on the platforms or in the trains yeah, themselves? Yeah, down
0: in the platforms, which is kind of awesome because if you pick the right stop, the acoustics you you come every like ten minutes, and it's like a reverb chamber. Yeah, man. so you just have this audience who can't really you got to win them round. You've got 10 minutes to win them round. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds really nice, and it's like, yeah. But I, do, I kept doing it through winter, and it was really cold. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: God, yeah, that city does get cold. There's uh, that really cool? Um, You might have gone to, in Grand Central Station, there's like this kind of whisperedish echo chamber. Um, oh, yeah. Which, which, you yeah, you can go to one side of the building and speak into it, and the, a person on the other side will hear you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know the one. Um, yeah. It's really weird. It's really yeah. strange,
1: eh? Yeah, that would yeah. be a pretty good spot for uh, for the acoustics as well, I could imagine.
0: Just creepily whisper songs. <laughs> yeah. Them, you
1: know, Someone else will hear it yeah. 100 metres away, yeah. Um, hey, man, so along with the release of the album, Autopilot Life today you've announced a 10-show tour covering all uh, the stops in Aotearoa. Um, yeah. But you're kicking off the tour in Dunas, though. I
0: think so. Is that the first... State? I haven't got them in front
1: of me. I, 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 I in fact do, and you are. <laughs> Friday the, the 16th the of April. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, that's really exciting. I've never, never actually made it down to Dunedin to play a show before, so um, I'm super excited. Heaps of the New Zealand music I love comes from Dunedin.
1: It's a good um, spot, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And I, uh, we're playing at Dive, which I'm really excited it's about. It's a
1: classic, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I... W- it's an unusual place to start, Dunedin, but I like I like your style. <laughs> South to north. Well,
0: uh, hopefully it, it pays off. Yeah. yeah. What? I'm excited about
1: it. Yeah. Um, does, does does I was kind of wondering, does COVID concern you and your tour plans at all? Because I know a lot of musicians have had to yeah. kind of constantly I mean, rearrange their their agendas. Yeah, I don't
0: know. You just have to go with it a bit. Yeah. Um, plan, hoping that it's not. Yeah. Gonna lock everyone down, but um, I don't know. We're like I, I said, um, banished music, or like had booked our tour, and, and they've just I think their job for the last year has basically been rebooking,
1: rebooking, yeah. Oh, and, shit. and
0: they're really amazing at that kind of thing. So um, I think even if you know tour dates get cancelled or whatever, they'll just get postponed and we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we, we make it around the country.
1: Yeah, cool man. Yeah, here's hoping, yeah. Um, mm. what, what can the people of Otipoti, uh expect from a live Miles called a set?
0: Um, well, it's it's a lot more sound than like a acoustic live to air that I just did. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. um, it's, yeah, it's actually, a, this record has basically always been a full band sound and all of our live gigs um, are the past year or two leading up to this record have, have been that so it's it's almost unusual for me playing solo at the moment I have to get used to it again but yeah it's um, we've got a five piece band so I play guitar or keys depending on the song and then we have an um, amazing other keys player who rocks synthesizer oh, nice. vintage Juno synth which is just oh, beautiful yeah. and um, amazing electric guitarist who's ripping solos sometimes <laughs> um, Chris Armour and then there's Nick and Steve from back from the rumors, um, playing drums and bass still with me. So, ah, uh-huh, cool, man. Yeah, hey, what? A, what? We, a... we kind of just pushed the boat out a bit on the on the album song live. Yeah, um, yeah. Big
1: into, yeah. Awesome man. What a what a comprehensive answer to that question. I <laughs> I, 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 I was asked think about what
0: the answer was <laughs> as I was talking about, but I think this is
1: it. No, you did well, man. I, I asked I interviewed Adam Hathaway, who I think you may know. Um I yeah. I, I interviewed him last week and he, I, I think he just answered uh you can expect to rock and or roll. Um yeah, which was right. which was great. Which well, was just as good yeah, of an answer. I'm
0: i I'm an overthinker. But, um <laughs> That, that was my other answer, by the way. To, um, <laughs> cool. Yeah, this
1: yeah, second in line. To
0: your question about, uh, the songs introspective? And I was
1: like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> way too introspective. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Well, um, if you, the valued listener of Radio 1, would like to see Miles Calder and his band perform his new album live, you'll have the opportunity to do so on Friday the 16th of April at Dive. Uh, tour tickets can be purchased from Banished Music dot com um, thanks so much Miles for coming on the show man it's been such a great chat and yeah ca- time. yeah, uh, yeah
0: love coming on the you guys show and up to maybe when
1: we're down there sure man yeah can't wait to catch you in April thank you for um, yeah thank you for supporting student radio so much today man it's much appreciated
0: oh pleasure
1: um, for the listener I'm about to play Autopilot Life the title track off Miles' new album um, yeah yeah Awesome miles. Well, see you in April, bro. Thanks for All calling. Man. All right, man. See ya. Okay. see ya. Thanks for listening
0: to Radio One 91 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.